I, this is one of those you're trying to draw me off sides and, and I'm probably going to go ahead and take the bait. of blue and that's what we're singing as we enter let's call it episode number 166 of the promo upfront podcast i am one of your hosts bill petrie but i'd like to introduce our other host let's call him because he is the good doctor of promotional products the one and only kirby hossman kirby how the hell are you today i'm doing well man doing well i uh it's been a really uh hectic week um in a in a good way really we've been busy you know in the in the short week but you know it's funny this is one of those things we've talked about it before that i was like oh cool i get a chance to to discuss whatever the hell we're going to discuss and i always enjoy our our podcast together so this brightened my day man how are you yeah 100 i was actually talking to somebody this morning and i was saying you know what i love doing the podcast with kirby it's kind of the beginning almost of my weekend if yeah. i see the end of the if i see the end of the line not that That's i'm looking fair. forward to the not, not that i'm like working for the weekend as lover boy might sing yeah. um but you know it, I, it does signal the end of okay another successful week and so as i was talking about that kirby i know this will pr- surprise you but it got me to thinking um and i was thinking about how much that this podcast really does surprise and delight me still after so many years. And so that got me to thinking, Kirby, you know, when I think of marketing, though, that surprises and delights, I think of one thing and one thing only, and that's the Kanata Group. Why? I'm beyond glad you asked (laughs) silently, but I'm glad you asked. Number one, amazing towels and blankets. The quality, I'm telling you, is absolutely unmatched. Innovative footwear from slides to clogs to custom flip pops that leave a brand impression everywhere. We've seen those. Uh, flip-flops mm, that uh, those sand advertisers those are so cool that leave okay. a logo in sand super fun sublimate uh, super fun sublimated home accessories like aprons and pot holders and pillows and i love that sublimation process it's so vivid so bright and so yeah. just wow it always gets that wow and aha that's so awesome uh, i love those things and then the gorgeous packaging that turns merchandise into a gift but that's not even the best part, Kirby. Okay. The best part might be the fact that Kanata is so cost effective, especially when you factor in how long people keep the merchandise Kanata creates. They truly have something for every budget. And that's super important as we march into the holiday season, isn't it, Kirby? It is. And I loved what you said when you said surprise and delight. I, I During this time of year, you know, I love the question. I think I first heard Bobby Lehu say it where it's like, what do you want the recipient to feel? And I think that, you know, Kanata and, you know, th- that style of product is one that surprises and delights and makes people feel special, which is the point of the exercise. 100%. Of course, Kirby, you are correct. <laughs> and even more, something that we teased last week, Kanata is about to drop their long-anticipated coastal throw blanket in about uh, a couple days. Yes. And if you haven't felt this luxurious softness of the coastal throw, if you haven't seen them at a booth at one of the trade shows, whoa, you're not only missing out, but you're doing a client, your clients a complete disservice. To see this and many other amazing products from Kanata, head over to kanatapromo.com. And when it comes to promo, Kirby, Kanata does mean comfort, so don't ever forget that. All right, Kirby. So, uh, 
I want to thank you for having the courage of doing this podcast with me on this fall day. It's a beautiful day here in Franklin, Tennessee, high of 81. Nice. Awesome. Can't yeah. wait for that. Um, but as I uh, gave you a hard time a couple of weeks ago about the promo upfront gods gifting you a topic, <laughs> I have been, I have finally been the recipient of yeah. that gift in the PPA Rising Star. Let me list. open now, up my get... tab that you, I knew you were going to bring up. That's right. right. <laughs> let me, let me preface this by saying this is a list I can get behind. Okay. It's not ranked for no reason. I like that. I like okay. that. That that's my biggest thing about lists. I want to make that clear because I think I'm being I'm thinking I'm being unfairly slotted here about not liking lists. I don't okay. like certain lists. Okay, fair. So, Go ahead. That's my my opinion there. So um, the PPA Rising Star list came out yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, which was Wednesday of this week. As always. It's one of the first things I look at. The second I see it come out, I kind of stop what I'm doing. I yeah. go over there and take a look because I'm always very curious to see who might or might not uh, be on it. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, open it up and what a great group of people. And again, I, I, this is where I start feeling old, Kirby. I don't know some of them. Yeah. I don't, I know, I know quite a few of them, but I don't know some. So let's just run down the list. Yeah, uh, if you're okay with that. So uh, Quinn Bowie from uh, uh, Niner Marketing. Quinn is a multi-line rep. And if you don't know Quinn, that guy is one of the most creative forces in terms of uh, not only just how he shares content and how he works in the industry, but how he lives his life. He's living a van life with his wife and they travel all over the place and that's yeah. where they live. It's kind Super of a cool. neat little, yeah, it's a really cool way to live. Uh, Emily Codner from I Promote You. Don't know Emily, but I look forward to getting to know her. Uh, Micaiah Goodwin, Goodwin from Order My Gear. Katie Grimes from Red Promotions. Madeline Hardy from Whitestone Brandley, uh, Branding. Uh, Simi uh, Kash Kashkawi, uh, Welsh. I know Simi a little bit. I've met her a couple times at ASB events. She's from American Solutions for Business and does a really nice job hosting a little show with her and Larry Zavadil, uh mm -hmm. every every week, every other week. And it's kind of a neat thing. She's uh, in public relationships, so really sharp person to get to know. Uh, Victoria Thomas from Bella Canvas, brilliant person there. Uh, good friend of both of ours, Nad Nadav Raviv from yep. GBS. Uh, Katie Whitehead, uh, Director of Marketing at Halo. Chelsea Williams from Spark Branded Solutions. Alex Pascal, the president of Warwick Marketing. You know, and and I'm and sure you're going to you echo missed, my You sentiments. missed Catherine Peach. Just a... I did. No, and she's so on my just, list from Promotional yeah, Source. Yeah, I just, did miss Catherine Peach. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Just want to make sure. That is, the, <laughs> that is something Bill Peachtree shouldn't do. Right? That's a, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Um, but I look at this list and I always think uh, the future of this industry is in good hands. Anytime you recognize people who are on the rise. Yeah. Um, you've been on the list. I, I have not. I was never on the list. It's always people always think I was on the list. I think there's a waning moon list um, that I'm on. <laughs> um, but for the rising stars, first of all, congratulations to everybody. And, yes. and it excites me about new ideas and new people coming into the industry. Kirby. Yeah. So, you know, I think one of the things I love about this list, I and, and I agree, you and I kind of uh, debate. And I think so many times, by the way, I'm going to go off topic just for a second. You and I take on topics where we disagree with each other for the sport of this conversation. And I think sometimes Correct. like I'll never forget the first time that happened where you and I did a salt and pepper and people just threw out topics and we automatically disagreed. And people would come up to me afterwards and say, hey, I really agreed yeah. with you. I'm like, mm, I didn't. But OK. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so I, some I people, some people, 
Yeah, some people play pickleball. You and I play argue ball. <laughs> That's right. So I do think sometimes people are on you about the list thing. Um, but this one I do love for a bunch of different reasons. Exactly uh, one, because of what you just said. Like it, it, it shows the people who are doing good work in the industry um, yep. that are, you know, we, we need to recognize them and lift them up so that more people get to see it. And I love that. Number two, I love that it's peers, right? Peers that are nominated. Yeah. There's no oh, cost yeah. to be a part of this. This is just, hey, this is someone I see doing good work. I think this is where PPI is. This is awesome. This is an awesome use of this platform because it's like, yeah, they're a rising star. You might not know that they're doing these cool things because they're, they're, you know, they're not as well-known yet um, potentially. And so I love that it's peer nominated. And then, you know, and I think I've said this before as well. I love the fact that I do know a couple of the folks that are on there, Nadav and Quinn, but I don't know several of these folks. And I really, this is one of those lists that comes out and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a LinkedIn connection. I want to, I want to get connected to these rising stars. And so, as you said, congratulations. And, and also PPAI love this one. Well done. Yeah. It's, it's something that should be done more often. You know, I think it's one of the reasons you and I enjoy doing the two lists here we do that are similar to this. We do the Powerhouse Women of Promo. And then sometime in the fall, we usually do our Mavericks in the promo industry. Mm-hmm. So there's no age limit on it. We do something where people we see shaking up the industry. I I love putting together those lists. It's mm-hmm. the most work we do as a podcast, yeah. but it's also the most rewarding because we get to recognize people and kind of shout from that mountaintop that, hey, there's people doing things that yeah. need to be recognized. And like you, I love the fact that PPAI... Um, absolutely does this. And it's something, it's a very good use of association resources. Love it. Love this one. Um, Yeah. This is my favorite. Yeah. Kirby, I have to pause the podcast (laughs) just for a moment. I'm pretty amped up. Yeah. But I got to amp it up even more. Hey, distributors, is your marketing working? If not, then we've got something exciting to announce from our pals over at Promo Pulse. That's Amp Video. That's right. Mm -hmm. Create exciting and more importantly, in Engage your clients on TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Instagram, Facebook Reels, and with branded product videos using content from your preferred suppliers. Be the first on your digital block, and we all have a digital block. Right. Um, I think you, I think you more have a digital rhombus, Kirby. But if you have a digital block, then you need to start using those AMP videos. Be the first on your block to do it. The first thirty days are free. Head over to promopulse.io/amp. I don't believe you'll be sorry you did. I know this is a, a thing, but I just want to say that this is one of the most innovative things I think Jason has done at Promo Pulse. I think this this is really, really cool. People should definitely check it out. 100%. All right, Kirby, do you have a topic for us to discuss on this podcast that people are listening to right now as they're listening to it? Yes. Um, so are we addicted to checking our email? Um, streaming services are betting Yes. So I thought this was absolutely fascinating. I was reading a story. Uh, actually, I think it was from the Marketing Brew. I, you've kind of turned me on to mm-hmm. the Marketing Brew. I was talking about the Morning Brew. So the annual churn rate across streamers in the U.S. 12 months in June averaged 47%. So nearly half the people starting a service are churning off the service. And part of the reason is because people, it's because there's more and more content, which is great. They're having more and more challenges. And we both know this as consumers. God, it's hard to find something to watch, right? Um, Because there's more and more things coming through it. So rather than utilizing just like the algorithms and all these other things, um, 
essentially like Peacock is doing it and several of the other ones, they are um, sending emails to their free and paid uh, tiers, three to five emails per week, depending on how actively they use the service um, to kind of promote different shows. And they have said, essentially, what is happening is that they are having less of a churn rate. They're having more of an engagement rate because of these uh, emails. They said in a 30-day period, a 6% higher upgrade rate for free users who move to the paid tier and a 20% reduction in churn among paid subscribers. So I thought this was really interesting because one of the things we talk about all the time is like, well, email's dead and this isn't working. And I think it's fascinating to see a technology company that has all of these tools at its, you know, at its fingertips, that the way that they are affecting the, not only the user experience, but the, the math of their, their model is email, good old email. Yep. So A, are you yep. surprised by this? And what are your overall thoughts on them emailing you as a, as a consumer? Yeah, I'm not surprised at all because I don't think I've ever said emails. Oh, dead. I don't think you've said it. I think other people okay. have said it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Email, I I, what I will say is, no, no, no. What I will say is email's not sexy, right? right. It's not new. It's not exciting, but I will tell you it's tried and true and proven yeah. if done effectively. That's right. the big key if it's done effectively. Right. So I'm not surprised at the results. Um, here's what does surprise me. Um, the fact I'd rather see us. Well, I'm sure they're doing this well, but I'm more, I'd like to see more intuitive menus. That's the problem. <laughs> it is impossible unless you go alphabetically. And, and this is the problem. This is the dumbing down of our society. I can tell it and maybe it's age, maybe it's my attention span because of just everything we're surrounded with. But I can't tell you how many times I say I'm running to the grocery store and I know what I'm going to get and I get there. And I don't remember if it's not on a list, I don't get it. Yeah. Or I walk into, I walk into a room like, why the hell did I come in here? Right. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm one step away from having glasses on top of my head and screaming, where the hell are my glasses? (laughs) And so I think our attention spans are so low now. What is it? 7% or seven seconds, less than a goldfish. I I think that the, the menu systems in all these uh, platforms, they're terrible. Netflix is still the best one and it's still pretty yeah. bad. But back to your question. Um, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. I think we're all addicted. Here's, here's the biggest problem. Here's what it's feeding into and what they're not saying in the article, in my opinion. The fact, and I don't know what the percentage is, except all everybody watches TV now while they're on their phone. Right. Very few times. And I've really been conscious about this a lot lately. I really try to physically either put my phone down face down and away from me. So I don't see the screen light up or I'll leave it in another room to charge when I'm watching TV um, because I want to be engaged in what I'm engaged in. Yep. And and I think we've started to lose that, but they are tapping into the fact that, People are engaged on their phones while they're half listening, half watching television. Now that's yeah. why these these eight episode series, if you watch them, if you just watch them, man, they could get through that in about three and a half episodes. Yeah. But I think they stretch it out intentionally because of the scrolling. But no, the, then that's where the email goes, right to your phone. So oh, here's something to watch. I just got an email. Let's watch mm-hmm. that. So no, I think it's actually quite ingenious on their part. Yeah, I was. Um, so I'm kind of one of those people pro email i think that there's still a ton of value yeah. to it it still drives oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit like people saying oh facebook's dead no it's still the one driving no. the most um and so 
I am a proponent, but I was a little bit surprised at the documented statistics. Okay. Like the, like yeah. a twenty percent decrease in churn rate for a, a company like Netflix is ginormous. That's like such sure. a big number. And so while I was, I'm not surprised it affected it. I was pleasantly surprised that uh, tech companies were utilizing it. I was even surprised that at the at the rate that it affected it. So yeah. I just thought it was fascinating. But but here, think about it this way. And I think this is why maybe we shouldn't be surprised. I understand what you're saying, mm -hmm. but here, here's, I'm not pushing back even. It just mm -hmm. occurred to me as you were talking. I will have conversations throughout the day, just like you will. And someone might say, hey, are you watching The Bear? That's mm -hmm. a, or, or Only Murders in the Building or whatever is a, is a, a good show people should watch. I'll think, no, man, no. I need to watch that. I've heard about that. And I'm excited about it for seven seconds and then i move <laughs> on to something else yeah, yeah yeah so if i have it if i have it documented in my email oh yeah i wanted to watch that yeah yeah i think that absolutely does help recall and oh and, for sure and i will tell you i'll tell you email's not dead you know we we one of the things that um as josh and i are building promocations mm -hmm. in trying to sell out the second promo cruise which which we pretty much have our most effective tool kirby was email yeah it wasn't social it was email it was our email campaign and being consistent about it. So like you said, just because it's old doesn't mean it's irrelevant. You have to know how to use it properly, just like Facebook or anything else, but it is effective. And yeah. I, I love the stats. Those are some big stats. I, I think, and maybe we've talked a little bit um, about brand marketing versus direct marketing in the past on here. This is mm -hmm. something I talk about a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And I think in, like, I'm thinking of promocations as the example. Yep. It's like, mm -hmm. I view the social media stuff you're doing, whether it's videos yeah. or showing pictures yeah. from the first cruise or all that stuff. It's like, yeah. I view that as brand marketing. And right. I think the email becomes the direct marketing. And I, the thing is, is you do both. And if you do both, you have to, you, you have an effective marketing campaign. So anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. Great, great stuff. It's push and pull yeah. at the right time. So great yeah. stuff, Kirby. That's a good topic. All right, Kirby. I was wandering through Entrepreneur Magazine the other day okay, um, all right. and came across this article. Ways content creators are revolutionizing marketing. Of course, it's some big blustery headline mm -hmm. like everything else is these days. But I thought it was actually quite interesting. And I want to go over these three three things with you. We'll go one by one. Let's talk about each one as we go. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So what the article was talking about is how your brand, whether it's Hossman Marketing, Brand of A, whatever. Right. How can emulate and benefit from the innovative marketing strategies used by today's really impactful and influential content creators. Number one, in, and I don't think we're going to disagree on any of them, but I think I think we can take these and apply them to our industry. Okay. Um, number one, be a trustworthy teacher. Freely sharing knowledge does two things. One, it feeds customer needs. And two, it harnesses the power of education as a growth tool. Um, I, I can comment. You can yeah. comment. Can I, can, I couldn't agree more. Comment. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that's it builds trust. It builds integrity. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is that somewhere between one and three percent of people are right now in a window to buy yeah. your thing. Um, yeah. it, it's part of that brand marketing strategy so that when they become a part of that three percent, they know who you are and they trust you and they're right. quicker down the funnel. So, yeah, agree to 100 percent. Yeah, it, it's the I agree to 100 percent. And it's the analogy I always use when I say. You know, it when you produce content and you give away knowledge freely, which you do, I do, a lot of people in our industry do. 
you're showing people you're an expert without having to tell them. The analogy I always draw is when you're in high school, the person who told you they were cool, I guarantee you they were not cool. <laughs> so when you tell when you tell people you're an expert, people are skeptical and there's no trust built. When you show people through consistency, through education, you do show that you're an expert and that does build trust. And I think micro learning is really something we need to tap into. It's on the rise, especially with our attention spans. A quick uh, two minute video, a quick three minute blog read. Those things do help people and elevate them. We still keep looking at education as this semester long, this year long, this four year long thing. And really, I think we're shifting to micro learning. I pick up totally. a little bit of knowledge here, a little bit of knowledge here. And I look at even what I do with barbecuing or with uh, mixology. It's little things I've picked up along the way that has educated me in those areas. It's not one course I've taken. Yeah. It's, it's micro learning. So agreed. I, I and it's, that. it's learning right. that you wanted to do too. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Number two, don't be afraid uh, to be yourself. And that's really injecting your brand personality into mm -hmm. it. So being authentic is effective and important to marketing. Even huge brands operated by are operated by humans. So be human. And I think you and I would totally agree on that. I'm in. Yep. And, and creators have mastered that with viral memes <laughs> yeah. and things like that. And I think of the best one I can think of is Wendy's, what mm. they do with their content creation, especially on X, formerly the artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> um, you know, that is a that is a very large company. Yeah. And they have really humanized by being snarky and smarmy and funny as hell yep. on Twitter. And it's X, been Twitter. intentional, but yeah, they've been consistent with that, which makes it feel authentic for sure. Right. And the third one is is kind of building up off the second one is be human. Traditional mm -hmm. marketing wouldn't traditionally feature your kids or your pets mm -hmm. or things yeah. like that. Most brands uh, are taking the opposite approach. And this is only uh, they, oh, they take the opposite approach. And this is only exacerbated by the misuse. And we don't talk about this enough. The misuse of generative AI. Uh, AI mm -hmm. is right now very easy to spot if you're yeah. just copying and pasting it's super easy you and i have talked about using ai as a tool for ideation and things like that but i'm talking about when people just generate ai and they just throw it out there it's pretty easy to smell out people really still do want to align with brands they can relate to on a human level and i know you agree with that as well yeah that's something that that's something that i've been preaching for a while and it's funny because i i look at people and, and to make it to our industry um i don't love it and again i'm not calling anybody out but if it's like right. hey, um Bob Smith supplier name, yeah. right? Like just be Bob Smith. Like people yeah. want to know you as the entirety of you. Like I, I, I'm and people are like, well, should I put personal stuff on my business business? You're, it's all a part of who, who you are, I think. And so I've, I've been banging that drum for a long time is be the best version mm -hmm. of yourself and share all of that because like the best, like, okay. I don't mean to make this the promocations thing, but this actually is a, a lesson that I was thinking about from that is that, um, when you guys made the decision to include spouses, like Josh does, Josh Robbins, your partner, but also in Vault Promotion, yep. does a great job of when he talks to me, he's like, well, so how's Amy doing? What's that renovation mm -hmm. project? Because that's a yep. part of the, the totality of who I am. And so when right. you know me at that level, you're more likely to sell me at that level. And so it's all a part of one thing. So I, I, I may have yep. gone way off the rails there, but that's- No, no, no. <laughs> No, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, 
I learned this a million years ago from uh, Grandpa Dana Zezo yes. when he was yes. start when he started being the social media guy. And he was the first, really. He was uh, you know, joking aside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, getting over a cold. Uh, the uh, Dana. Dana was really the godfather of social media in our yes. industry. It wasn't me. It wasn't Kirby. It wasn't Charity Gibson. It was Dana Zezzo. Yeah. And one thing I remember asking him, and I was very adamant at the time of separating church and state. Mm -hmm. I have the professional social media stuff, and then I have the fun stuff. And he's like, you're an idiot. Like, what? <laughs> You know, I got my attention and yeah. he said, you're, you're blend them both together. And I don't remember exactly what his words were, but his message was, you need to just be, be you, be hundred percent you. And he was right. And it was one of those light bulb moments and he was hundred percent right. And I've practiced that from that moment on. I know yeah. you have as well. Yeah. And part of me is that uh, I do barbecue. Part of me, it is that I've got kids in college and mm -hmm. I go see them and I get to go cook for them. Yeah all those types of things. And part of it is I enjoy sitting in my backyard watching football in fall afternoon. So, I mean, and, and part of it is I, you know, work too. Yeah. You know? exactly. So I, I agree. I agree with you. It's, it's, you know, it, the more of your 360 degree pie you can share, the more people can relate to you. Yeah. yeah. But in, in, in the other good part of it is that feels negative at the moment, you're going to push some people away. Those aren't people you want to work with yeah. anyway. I guarantee you. Yeah, and and real quick, I'll make this one quick. But the other piece yeah. is, I think when we do create content that helps people, the goal of you know doing personal development stuff, some of the stuff that I do, one of my fears is that I'm telling people how to live their life, and it's right. not that's not my goal. The goal is to say, here's how I do it. This is what has worked right. for me. Um, that is, and and then sharing those things that haven't worked are sometimes the most the things that resonate the most. I absolutely look. Yeah, you know, I'm very open sharing my failures yeah. and things like that. You don't have to do that. You can share case histories. You can share team members. Things yeah. like that humanize your brand as well. So good stuff there, Kirby. Do you have a topic before we wrap it up? Or oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, this is going to be a really quick one, <laughs> just because I thought it was funny. Um, so okay. a, a pilot of a Delta flight traveling from Atlanta to Barcelona had to turn around. <laughs> Did you see this? Turn around the Airbus. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I smelled this article. Yeah, that's right. Two hours into the flight because a passenger, quote, had diarrhea all through the plane. So after transferring the, the another plane in Atlanta, travelers arrived in Barcelona eight hours behind schedule. So the, the uh, original plane was wiped down and returned to use. So... <laughs> I don't really know what I want other than to get your reaction from this. I mean, are you planning on getting on a, a Delta flight anytime soon? So, so here's the thing. Um, I, this is one of those, you're trying to draw me off sides and, and I'm probably going to go ahead and take the bait. First, first things first, there's nothing worse than traveling in a metal compressed tube when you've got number three, right? There's number one, there's number two, and then there's the dread number three, the Diario, which you referenced earlier. That plane is now a permanent biohazard. <laughs> um, it's one thing if they were sitting on top of the plane and you could hose off the metal. There's carpeting, there's fabric. I'm sorry, that plane needs to be taken out of service. Don't tell me you wiped it down and it's in service eight hours later. Okay. 
no absolutely not i will never ever fly delta airlines again for this very reason is that the reaction you wanted kirby because darn it you sure got it yeah i'm good all right hey awkward transition time hey let's talk about ppef the promotional products education foundation first of all uh, scholarship uh, are open. Go ahead and head oh. over to ppef.us. Uh, the scholarships are open for applications early this year. Uh, and so uh, Kirby and I are both uh, trustees on uh, the Promotional Products Education Foundation board. So please, please, please head over there. That's important to uh, not only us as as people, uh, but also the industry. It does a great service. And we'll talk more about that as the fall goes along. But today we're launching our second annual PICS. <laughs> For fun, that's right. We're gonna do football picks uh, for uh, PPF. Uh, all proceeds generated from our illicit gambling uh, <laughs> habits will be benefiting the scholarship fund for the Tomorrow Fund, I believe, for PPF. So, quick reminder: here's what we're gonna do for the next, I'd say, seven, 16, 17 weeks, basically until we feel like the college <laughs> games have no meaning. We'll fix in some bowl games. Um, but to the end of the NFL season, we're going to pick three, uh, four, uh, six games a week, three college, three pros, uh, not against the spread, just who's going to win the game. That's yep. it. It's We're very simplistic here. Yeah. So I have already provided Kirby with uh, the games, and we are going to pick them now. Kirby, yeah. do you want to go? You want to run through these or you want me to? Oh, yeah, this is all you, brother. You pick the games. Okay. This is your game. This is your cheater. So, so yeah, let's do it. I, I, how can I cheat? How can I possibly cheat? You All right, so I, I picked the games I, that I'm, felt interesting. I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> it's still week three of college football, so there's not a lot of interesting matchups, but here are the ones that we came up with. All right, number 23, Texas A&M mm-hmm. goes into Miami and plays the Hurricanes, who are unranked. Kirby, what say you? I think I'm going to go the first time. First, by the way, this has made me more tense than on you know than usual because gosh it's so early in the season i don't know who is what and what the the teams are so the first time i am going to pick the aggies okay i mean last year i never picked the aggies no well and honestly nobody ever should but let me let me back up real quick nothing should ever make you more tense than talking about diarrhea playing okay all right uh the aggies always the underperforming disappointing aggies i am also picking the aggies don't let me down, Connor Wegman, Jimbo Fisher. Don't do it. All right. We're both there. Ole Miss, the number 20th ranked Ole Miss, goes into the surprising Tulane ranked 24th. This is a tough one to pick. This is there's a honestly, you did a great job on these games because I was like, these are these are tough to pick. I'm gonna go Ole Miss. I just that's I, I trust the brand. Okay. <laughs> I, I am I am also going with the Rebels as well, the Ole Miss Rebels. I it wouldn't shock me if the green wave won Ole Miss reminds me a lot of Texas A&M. They always surprisingly disappoint me when I least expect it. All right. Easily the game of the weekend. I'm actually going to be there. I'm so fired up about oh, this. Oh man. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going with uh, my son. Uh, so this is a uh, university number 11th ranked uh, university of Texas Longhorns uh, versus the number three ranked Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Uh, we sold his student tickets, got a little money. We pulled money together and got tickets. So if you're going to watch the game, we are going to be one row behind the goalpost in one of the end zones. We've got great seats. We're sitting with all the former uh, University of Alabama players. So it's going to be a hell of a good time, regardless awesome. of who wins. But I want to know who's 
you think is winning this game, Kirby. Yeah, this is this is a tough one to pick too, but I'm gonna go mm-hmm. like this is one of those where I'm like, I trust Nick Saban and I trust playing at home. So I am going to Alabama okay. on this one. Absolutely. Two horns way down. Okay. <laughs> I don't like I don't like either team. This is the only time I'll root for Alabama openly. And I am absolutely I want Texas to lose in a way that stings for generations. <laughs> I want it to be a last minute heartbreaking um burnt orange boo fest okay that's what i want okay all right let's go to the pros all right kirby tonight thursday night football kicks off on your local amazon prime station uh detroit against kansas city that's gonna be in that's gonna be an interesting game it's gonna be a really interesting game no travis kelsey no chris jones on kc detroit is much better than i think people think yep but they still have Patrick Mahomes, so I'm going Chiefs. Well, uh, with apologies to David Schultz, Jason Noakes, Mandy Rudd, and all the lovely people in Kansas City, I have fallen in love with Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. I am going Lions here. Um, I don't think they're going to have Travis Kelsey tonight. That has not been announced at the time we have watched. Uh, yeah. We've made our picks here. So I am going with uh, go Detroit. Okay. All right. I, I, that's a, this is a tough one. These games are, these it are good is. choices. Yeah. All right. Miami, the dolphins march into Los Angeles to play the pesky chargers Kirby. Oh man. This, this is probably my hardest pick. Mm-hmm. I've, I've literally gone back and forth on this. I actually have Miami written down. I'm going to change my pick. I'm going to, cause I didn't know where it was at. I, I'm going to go, I think the Chargers, this is their year to make their big leap. Herbert is really yep. good. I like I like Miami as well. I'm going Chargers on this one. Yeah. This I, is I'm not confident. <laughs> yeah, this is such a toss-up game. I, I, <laughs> I'm changing my pick too. I had Chargers written down. Now I'm going with the Lions. Um, with the so Lions, I'm going huh? with the Lions. I'm changing my, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. The <laughs> Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins and I'll tell you why. Um, I've seen the Kellen Moore uh, offensive train in Dallas for a couple of years. Smart kid, um, but also a very predictable play caller. And I just I, somehow I think Miami's going to find a way to do it on the road. Um, and it okay. is good for us to change. It's good for us to differ on a few of these. Yeah, All right, it. last one might be the game of the weekend. Yeah, um, Buff- Buffalo Bills march into the Meadowlands to play the New York Aaron Rodgerses. Yeah. Yeah. This, I, I think this is a great game. I can't wait to see this game. I'm excited to stop talking about the jets and actually watch and see what they are. Um, this is another coin flip for me. I, I'm going to go with the J E T S jets, jets, jets. Okay. Okay. I, I, this is not a coin flip for me. Um, I think is as much as I thought hard knocks did a nice job of making Aaron Rodgers a little more likable and a little yeah. more relatable, um, which I, you know, we, we have these pictures of these celebrities and we think we know them. We don't uh, really did a nice job humanizing him. Um, I just, I don't, they're the jets. They're going to, they're going to find, they're like the Browns. They're going to find a way to do something stupid, like a butt fumble or a diarrhea plane. You know, that should be a, that should be a name of a play, by the way. Also notice to Danny Rosen, Danny, that's a great band name, diarrhea plane. Please put that on your list. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills, Kirby. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. All, All right. right. We've got our picks. They're locked. They cannot be changed. You'll have to tune in next week. And oh, the stakes, we should put a hundred dollars up. Yeah. So yep. uh, the, the, the loser pays, 
PPEF $100 to make yeah. everybody a winner. Yeah. And you're writing these down, right? Because I just threw my picks away. Oh, yeah. No, I write them down. <laughs> I write them down. And, and this weekend, so this weekend is 100%. It's, it's a great weekend because it's the first real football weekend, right? So there's going to be a lot of surprise. Certainly a lot of delight. And when you're thinking about surprise and delight in the promotional products industry, well, gosh, Jonathan, there's no better place than our friends over at Kanata. Whether it's the amazing towels and blankets and the quality they have there, the innovative footwear from Neat Feet, the super fun sublimated home accessories, they've got it all, and including some gorgeous packaging that turns any promotional product into a truly uh, memorable gift. They create that surprise and delight in your clients, and these things are kept and used for years and the best part, they're so cost-effective, and they really, um, here we go, they blanket your brand with your clients. I trademarked that. Can't use it, but I'm going to allow you to use it. Uh, anyway, head over to KanataPromo.com. You're not going to be sorry you did, Kirby. I look forward to uh, going to the the Alabama game. Oh, quick colliery on that. I wonder if, if anybody's still listening, guess what I'm doing? They're, the hotels are very expensive in Tuscaloosa. I'm staying at my son's fraternity house Ooh, on Saturday night. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, hopefully I survive. All right, kids, we'll see you next week. That's right.